We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move out. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome into another edition of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. And I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. This time around, this is a WNBA-filled episode. WNBA free agency is upon us. It began on Tuesday, and we have got some news to talk about. There's going to be some more that go on after this recording, during this recording, and before it comes out in the podcast form. So we might even, we might have a bonus this weekend just because who knows what's going to happen. But yeah, we that's, have, that's the fun thing about this time of year. Right, but we do have some early news to talk about, and we're going to go ahead and do that today. And, of course, as always, play some with it or quit it. BJ. Drew. You ready? I'm always ready, All baby. Right. Let's get to it. Okay. Well. First off, we talked about some things already in this previous episode. Uh, some of the small things like the John Quell Jones, um, you know, Hurst mm-hmm. became official recently. The MVP is back in Connecticut. Um, and some other small ones. Um, I believe we also talked about those coaching moves. And um, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned Courtney Williams, but um, that can be someone we mentioned today. But there's a lot. A lot to discuss, BJ. Um, That's all right. Yeah. Let's just just go through some of the things that have gone on really quick, just as an overall. Uh, Jewel Lloyd was an unrestricted free agent. She is returning to Seattle, and uh, the big three out there: Bird, Lloyd, Stewie. Stewie also returning to Seattle on a one-year deal. Oh yeah, kind so of surprising. That, that trio is back in Seattle. Um, for Bird's final season. That's that's really what it is, BJ, is they wanted yeah. to come back for Bird's last season and get a chance to, you know, possibly win it again before she uh, hangs it up. But um, also, yeah, Tiffany Hayes staying in Atlanta. Sylvia Fowles staying in Minnesota for her last season of her career. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the best to ever do it in Sylvia Fowles. So this will oh, be yeah. A uh, a good uh, retirement tour here uh, this season in 2022. Nia Coffey going from the LA Sparks to the Atlanta Dream. So Atlanta Sparks get a good little glue piece right there in Nia Coffey, uh, who was who did pretty well for the uh, Sparks this past season. BJ uh, yeah. Sparks didn't do great as a team, but Nia Coffey still played pretty well. Uh, Elizabeth Williams going from the Atlanta Dream back to Washington uh, after she spent about five seasons with the Dream going back to Washington with the Mystics. So Elizabeth Williams going to add to the to the group out there in Washington. They they missed her. They wanted her back. She is back there now. Sophie Cunningham staying in 
Phoenix, Sophie Cunningham had her best year from three-point range this past year, BJ, shooting Mm -hmm. about 40% from deep. Uh, Tiana Hawkins going to the Mystics as well to join Elizabeth Williams. Yeah, the Mystics have been active already early. This is a couple of great additions that they've made here in the first couple days of free agency. And they still got some left to go. Uh, they talked. They they handed out some training camp contracts. Those names escape me. Uh, it's from some players they signed years ago. They're gonna give him a, give them a look in camp. Uh, they also uh, brought back Shatori Walker Kimbrough mm-hmm. and Megan Gustafson. So yep. that's a lot of Washington news. They still have another one that they have to drop. And uh, Coach Tebow already referred to that one as being a backup point guard that they need to address. So I, believe, and I don't know if you mentioned, uh, I think they also brought back Maisha Hines Allen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we're getting there. Oh, we're okay. Getting, yeah. <laughs> Hines Allen was also in that Zoom press conference uh, yesterday as well. Um, Stephanie Dolson, after about five seasons in Chicago, going to New York now in terms of the deal not disclosed just yet. Uh, Crystal Bradford getting a chance to go out there to the sky now, leaving the dream. Uh, and a lot of other futures that are uncertain, a couple that are certain, just real quick, BJ. Angel McCautry, who has signed with the Minnesota Lynx and has left the Vegas Aces. And Courtney Williams, who is going back to Connecticut. Yeah. A lot of other variables, but let's just hit on these ones that are already here, BJ. Some of some of the key ones, all the Washington additions, you know, they're pretty mm-hmm. much just they're loading up and getting healthy with veterans and some stars to make another championship run. Elena yeah. Deladon, you know, not feeling any pain anymore, ready to come back and play at a high level. Um, you know, they're getting back Maisha Hines Allen, good player, Elizabeth Williams, good addition, and you know, all the pieces surrounding that, Natasha Cloud and everything that they bring out there in Washington, including Coach Tebow heading everything up out there. But Washington finally healthy again and looking to do some damage next year. Oh, absolutely, year. Drew. Yeah. Um, so those those additions have been key, and we'll see who they get with the point guard, whether it's someone they re-sign in Leilani Mitchell or they go elsewhere for the backup PG position. But um, Sylvia Fowles. Last season, BJ, uh, you talk about, you know, one of the better careers uh, in WNBA history and arguably the best center of all time, you know, one of the best uh, and one of the best defensive players to ever step on the hardwood, not not just in the WNBA, um, but, you know, a really storied career. And, you know, it's just it's crazy to see her hanging up, you know, just thinking about all all that she's done for the league, BJ. Yeah, she won the MVP a few years ago. I guess it's getting close to five years ago now. Two titles, uh, WNBA Finals, both times that they that uh, the Lynx won it all. Um, and she also has four Olympic gold medals, Drew. That's, you know, astonishing. Not, not astonishing in, in just, you know, the just because of how distinguished and storied her – career is and, and how much she's contributed, especially at the Olympic level, uh, career leader in rebounds in WNBA history. She is uh, the tops in field goal percentage at 59.7 and 180 double doubles, uh, 13th on the career scoring list all time 
with nearly 6,000 points. And Drew, she's only 17 points away from that. So I think it's pretty safe to say that she'll she'll be rising up that list here before she uh, says goodbye here in her final year. Oh yeah, definitely. She's she's gonna she's gonna separate herself even more on the rebound list, and she's gonna crack the top ten uh, in scoring all the time as well. Um, you know what what Cheryl Reeves has said, and you know I'm not gonna be exactly quotable on this, so mm-hmm. uh, don't quote me on this. Uh, but she doesn't want to have you know still have the burden in her final year. Uh, you know wants her to be able to you know enjoy it. Um, you know Nafisa Collier is pregnant and more than likely won't be playing this season for the Lynx. Um, so the addition of Angel McCautry out there in Minnesota as well uh, is a big uh, burden lifted off of Fowles' shoulders uh, to know that she's yeah. not going to have to carry, you know, such a big load uh, with the uh, the gap that Fee is leaving um, as far as her contributions to the team go. Angel will fill that for, you know, for a decent portion of it, but, you know, Angel's not – you know, the young spry angel she used to be, not calling her old. Um, she just, you know, she dealt with some injuries over the years. So, I mean, she's not going to be, you know, that super dynamic two-way player that we know her to be. She's uh, She'll go out there. I mean, hopefully she looks she looks good coming back after this injury and uh, can contribute, you know, enough for Shell Reeve out there to make a difference. But, uh, but yeah, silly fouls last year and, uh, you know, one of the, one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, she's got four WNBA Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, that was last year. She won her fourth. Uh, yeah. So that's tied for the most all time. And then I've got a quote here from uh, Lynx owner Glenn Taylor. It says, Sylvia is a franchise leader both on and off the court, and her heart is such a big part of this Minnesota family and fan base. We're, we are elated that she will spend her final year with the Lynx and look forward to celebrating Syl and her illustrious career throughout the season. So it sounds like they're going to write Hopefully so, of course, give her a big uh, farewell send-off all season long and, and honor her her many accomplishments for the Lynx and, and, and uh, everything that she's given to the organization and to that fan base. And by the way, the most defensive player of the year awards all time, Tamika Catchings. She's got five. Oh, it says that she's tied on this article I'm reading. They're lying. <laughs> they were wrong. Well, yeah, Tamika's got five. You you would think that uh, you think that uh, ESPNW would know their their facts, man. You would think That's that they'd tough. be they'd Michelle be they'd be that. true on that. Yeah, it's Michelle. In I, fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met you Michelle. Gotta, got, you gotta send her an email and get that straightened out, out Drew. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I, I know my goat. You know, she she got five. She's she's the best yeah. to ever do it now, defensively. Question: Do you think that? Uh, you think Sylvia's gonna get that last one in her last year entire with get her? another one? You think oh, so? Man. Um, I mean, she's got. I should I should have saved that for with it or quit it. I'm sorry. You should have. You should have. <laughs> put it in there. Um, but uh, I mean, she's got a chance. She's definitely gonna be in contention for it again. You know, the mm-hmm. same people are gonna be uh, probably in contention again this year. You know, the Britney Sykes of the world, uh, Britney Griner's name will probably be mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, Fowles and maybe someone else. Um, but she's got a chance to. I mean, she can tie it. That would be crazy if she did. She would really cement herself. Um, you know, I mean, she might even. She might even. I mean, just I know. I know statistically, catchings might have the edge in some places, but I mean, she, she might. She's gonna really have an even bigger goat case if she gets fifth. So I mean, yeah. five DPOYs, what two or three championships, an MVP, Finals yeah. MVP. I mean, twice. Yeah. 
two-time Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, that resume is a little better, or it matches catchings. And yeah. depending on where the stats are lined up, I mean, that could. I know that's that's a, that's crazy to think about. And and she's gonna rise up those rankings. I mean, still. Sill is a definite top 10 player all time right now. Yeah. If she gets another DPOY and or championship and or MVP, I mean, like, that, that that's almost like a jump to top four, you know? Like, it's we got that's something the conversation's got to start opening about this year. Like, what? how close is Sylvia Fowles to being the greatest of all time? How, how close is she? What does she have to do? You know, the Lynx probably aren't going to win a championship this year. So yeah. finals MVP and a championship are out. But, yeah. I mean, defensive player of the year is definitely wide open for her to get health pending, knock on wood. And an MVP is not necessarily out of the question, but defensive player of the year more likely. Like, wh- how much more does that boost her? She would be the second one ever to have five wow. defensive player of the yeah. year. Five. No NBA player has had five, and she yeah. would be the second WNBA player to do it. Like, yeah. Talk about defensive lockdown, you know? Yeah. I mean, that maybe this is a, a conversation for another day, but it's got to be had. I'm you no know, whether we have it in a spaces on Twitter or we have it on halftime, what wherever. This is going to be had. I mean, the goat talk always pops up, but you know, along this retirement tour. You know, as he's like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, fouls top 10 in scoring. Like, then, like, here's the roar. Like, Sylvia, top 10 scoring, all-time rebound leader. You know, where's she at in blocks? I mean, I assume she's top five. Uh, you know, That's just look. tick, 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 tick. And it's just, like, people already consider her, like, borderline top 10 right now if they're if she's not already for. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. But one of the greatest. One of the greatest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Connecticut, they're bringing back quite a squad, BJ. I'm pretty, they're pretty much retooling and adding an all star. <laughs> yeah. Just like think about what you know, those all defensive players, an MVP, most improved. You know, Alyssa Thomas came back, who is an all star caliber player, <laughs> and you're bringing in an all star, yeah, an all star bucket getter, like automatic mid range threat, and like, like. Connecticut last year, their result, because they didn't make the finals, they had a disappointing season. Like, all the accolades are cool. Coach of the Year award, awesome and all that. But they didn't make the finals. Yeah, They did just about everything but make the finals and win it. So, I mean, like, the pressure is on. Like, Connecticut needs to win. Yeah, it's win now. Now, when do you win? Like, because you've had the chances. They've been – They've been to the finals before. They lost back then, and they've been short of it with better teams now. Last time they were there, guess who was on that team? Courtney Williams. That's right. So, I mean, bring it back. You might get it this time. You know, that extra edge, that extra swagger you need in the playoffs. Um, Yeah. You know, Connecticut's got to win. It's the same type of pressure I've had for Vegas lately, and Vegas still has the same pressure too. They mm-hmm. they both like both of these teams like so stacked up, you know they've been at the edge like there's no reason they shouldn't make it. Same thing with Connecticut, except for Connecticut. Well, I mean both teams have been there and both teams have lost there. Yeah. But I mean it should be an Aces Connecticut final. Like 
Is, Something's got to give there. <laughs> yeah, they've got to finally live up to their potential. I mean, I mean, you got yeah. Becky out there leading the way now, and you'll propel that team. Whether you have Cam Beige or not, you can still get to the finals because when you got there before, you didn't have Cam Beige. Yeah, that's you right. Get back in Connecticut. There's literally absolutely no reason for you to not get back at all. I mean, like, there's no reason. And Connecticut's then, window you know, was, was was pretty open before they brought in Courtney Williams. I'd say that they're starting to let all the moths and mosquitoes in now that they brought in Courtney Williams. That's that thing is wide open, and I don't I don't know. I may be stuck open right now. And and no disrespect to the defending champion Chicago Sky. But those final slots are the aces and the suns to lose this year. Like there's, I yeah. can't I can't stress enough that there's no reason that those teams should make the finals. I don't care if it's Becky's first year. That team is really good. They have plenty of talent. She's smart enough. They they should be fine. There's no reason. It's 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 going to be interesting, Drew, because like you said, I mean, it is. You've got to expect them to to be two of the teams that are are the favorites for it this year, especially with you know everything we've seen early stages of WNBA free agency, but, you know, Seattle's going all in for that, you know, last dance sort of style. Yeah, Washington. Brought, yeah. Mercury or yeah, Washington, Washington bringing in all the, the sky. The yeah. I yeah, mean, it's, top, it's just the top half of the league is gonna is, has a chance to win something. Yeah. You know, that top yeah, half and, of the league, those top six that we just all mentioned, like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, it's going to be a dogfight, but I mean, with what you have, like the way you're set up and you've been there before, there's, there's no reason, BJ. There's no, oh, there's yeah. no reason. They're, they're too good. They're too talented. They have the coaching. They have the players. Both sides do. Yeah. Whether it's Becky's first year or not, they've got to make the finals. you got to get but- past those teams and reach your potential. Whether if one of you loses, because somebody's going to lose. You both got to make it again. Yeah. You both got to make it. Again. Yeah. By the way, Drew, I I found this. Uh, I meant to mention it just a second ago. Uh, Sylvia Fowles, number four all time in blocks. Uh, Brittany Griner, Lisa Leslie, and Margot Didek are ahead of her. She's okay. about two hundred uh, blocks shy of number one. So she's not not going to be able to. Number one's Brittany, right? Get there. No, number one is uh, Didek. Griner okay. Griner is three. Leslie's two. Okay. And Sylvie's four. So to be honest, the highest she the highest she can ever get is probably second, because she gets first. Brittany will probably pass her. Well, yeah, because she she so she's at six eighty five. Griner's already passed her at seven sixteen, and then Leslie's at eight twenty two, oh, and Didex at eight seventy seven. I I I I think she's gonna be fourth, and that's probably gonna uh, be the best that she can get. Candace Parker is still about. 100 behind her and i don't know how much uh i mean more blocks candace parker is going to be good for but i think she'll be top five yeah she's she's 100 less than sylvia right now yeah um yeah fouls is she'll probably stay around right there i mean she'll still still get some uh this year but you know probably not enough to jump a grinder or for both of them to jump Leslie, no. Yeah. Griner, Griner might get up there, uh, you know, because she's still got, you know, at, at least a few more years in her. Oh, well, I meant this year, like this season. Yeah, but not, yeah, not this Either season. Either one of them will probably move. So, Files yeah, because I think, there. let's see, Griner is still at least 100 behind Leslie. 
Yeah, she's only like six behind Leslie. I mean, think about it. Um, fouls first in uh, rebounding all time, fourth in blocks, mm-hmm. going to be top ten scoring. Yeah. Um, don't know where she's at steals wise, but I mean, it may not be that high up there for a big. Um, but still, I mean, still heck of. And then all the individual accomplishments. It's just, it's quite the career. Um, yeah. So yeah, shout out to fouls. Um, a lot of things still an- unanswered though. B- BJ, um, Courtney Vandersloot, one of the biggest question marks. Apparently, they, her and her camp got a wildly disrespectful offer from the sky. So they're contemplating even. And this is crazy that you know she's so coveted overseas that her her overseas team is willing to pay her enough money for her to sit out the WNBA season to be healthy for her overseas time. Wow. Yeah. The, the sky that's or somebody else better get that bag for one of the be- for the best point guard in the league. Yeah. Fresh off a championship. Yeah. No question. I mean, it, it's, you know, and, and Liz Cambage kind of, you know, pointed this out, the disparity between, you know, what a WNBA player can be offered versus what, you know, somebody mm-hmm. like Becky Hammond, who is, you know, more than deserving of a good big contract. But, you know, the fact that the players are, are you know, not even coming close to that kind of number and they're having to pay like out of pocket for things like, you know, upgrading their coach tickets on a flight, on a commercial flight, you know, that they have to, they're required to take per WNBA rules to, you know, to first class for more leg room. You know, it, it just... So, so the fact that these teams are not, you know, there's not more of a push to get more money, you know, to, to some of these best, best players in the league, you know, I, if I'm her overseas team, I don't, I don't blame them. You know, Hey, we'll, we'll give you more just to not play and stay healthy. That that's maybe in her best interest to look into that. It would really be something. Yeah. We've seen players opt out before and, and, you know, uh, obviously not just, you know, in COVID shortened years uh, and, and not because of injury or anything like that. So it, it may be in her best interest until until they can, you know, get something figured out and, and, and start getting, you know, paid what they're deserved. Well, I want to see Salute play in the W, so I hope somebody oh, gets yeah. together and plays her. Pays yeah. her, so... Somebody's pays and plays, yeah. Yeah, pays yeah. and plays. Pays and plays, for sure. <laughs> um, it's a moment we'll be waiting for um, during this free agency period, for sure. Um, yeah. Another moment we've been waiting for since September, BJ, is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Yeah, it may not be great news for the fans of the Chiefs or fans of the Niners, but Ooh. if you live in New York, you do have some good news because DraftKings Sportsbooks are now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If sportsbooks aren't available in your state yet, Play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a million-dollar top prize with just their first deposit. Look into that Cincinnati Bengals plus seven bet, by the way. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds 
on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gambling resources void where prohibited gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY that's H-O-P-E-N-Y or text that same hope N-Y 467-369 Drew Got some more WNBA free agency news that we're going to get to fast and furious. Uh, we've got some uh, restricted free agent news, a couple of them at least. Uh, where, where are we going next? Uh, where we're going next, I was just going to go through uh, some others that uh, some we hadn't mentioned, some of the yeah. uh, some other acquisitions and some names that are still out there. And, you know, we we're talking about Courtney Vandersloot, uh, mm-hmm. Al Wigley, also an unrefined unrestricted free agent. Um, I believe there's been talks about uh, this guy bringing her back, though. Um, so they need to fix those talks with uh, Vandersloot as well. Uh, that is that is a duo right there. You know, of course, they're married, so I doubt they would want to separate uh, in their final years. Yeah. Allie Quigley got at least one more in the league, uh, 35. Um, you know, may not have too many years left, so they're probably looking to play each other, play with each other to finish out their careers. Um okay. Tina Charles, uh, rumors around Tina Charles right now, we're hearing uh, that, you know, Phoenix is interested in acquiring the services of Tina Charles, BJ. That would be a big pickup for the Tina Mercury Charles, out there. Brittany Griner, mm-hmm. Diane Smith, Diane yeah. Rossi. Yeah. Oof. Oh, my goodness. Too much sweeter than that. Um, you know, the Chicago Sky retained finals MVP Kalea Copper. Uh, so she's back in Chicago. So mm-hmm. they've got that addition helping them out. So they've got at least a uh, some they've got some Finals MVPs out there. And speaking of Finals MVPs, BJ, they also have Emma Mieseman, Finals MVP from the 2019 Championship for the Washington Mystics, is reportedly going to Chicago as well. Yeah. Uh, and Waters, a part of facilitating that deal, one of the new assistant coaches in Chicago, um, as they have experience playing together. Belgium. Yeah. Um, Brian January left Connecticut, going to be playing her final season in the WNBA for the Seattle Storm. So, Brian January on a little retirement tour as well, going to finish things out in Seattle. Could be could be two uh, retirement tours in Seattle if, if uh, this oh, is indeed are. Sue Bird's in last year. The point guards are going to be retiring in Seattle. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing, and if this breaks before this episode drops, then that's cool. Um, this isn't breaking news, but this is just my prediction now. You know, the Mystics are looking for a backup point guard. The Storm brought back Sue Bird, and they got Breon January. So they've got their point guards. What does that leave Jordan Canada? Jordan Canada could be going to Washington. I haven't heard anything on that, but, I mean, it's just an intriguing, like, you know, plug her somewhere, you know, maybe where she could grow up. Um, you know, more so out in Washington just to expand her game a bit better. And they're looking for a backup point guard. 
And she's not a starter in this league yet, so you know, maybe maybe they're trying to acquire her services from Seattle. We'll yeah, see. and, and last, last uh, that we know of, obviously, like you said, that's just a prediction, but Seattle has extended a qualifying offer for to Jordan, so we'll we'll see if, if that is uh, accepted or she decides to go and try to get more playing time. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaiser Gondrzic, after being released by the Indiana Fever, doesn't have a home. Uh, maybe some team will – more than likely some team will – um, give her at least a camp contract to see what she's got. I imagine she's, I mean, just fine. Um, and she's coming back. She's, she's been working. So I'm, some team is going to give her a shot. So I yeah. mean, the number four overall pick from this past draft. I mean, she's going to get a shot again. Uh, so we'll see what happens um, on that front. Diamond Shields um, also been rumored to have interest from Phoenix. Um, I don't remember where the other – area of interest was, but she's got uh, interest from a couple of places. Um, I don't remember if it was Sky as well, So, but Phoenix is interested, and that would be an interesting dynamic, dynamic to have all those players out there, BJ. Yeah, I think I think it is Chicago. They have extended yeah. a qualifying offer to her as well. Yeah, so we, uh, we'll see with the, the Shields there um, mm-hmm. as well. A whole bunch of a little names here, some some uh, an AU player today um, got extended a camp contract, I believe, by the Mystics. Let me get back up here. Uh, nope, nope. To sign the Sun uh, will sign Taj Cole uh, from Athletes Unlimited to a training camp contract. Uh, awesome. Sources told just uh, just W Sports uh, earlier Wednesday morning. Um, so yeah, there's a bunch of little names still out there. A lot of stuff that hasn't been resolved yet. You know, Dallas still has to figure out their situation as well, but BJ, yeah. what's, what's the, what's one of the more significant moves, uh, that has gone on so far and out of who's left, who are you anticipating? Um, who are you more interested in where they go? I guess I asked. Yeah, that, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I understood what you were asking. Um, so mo- kind of the most surprising thing, uh, you know, and, and like you said, maybe you weren't surprised by it. Um, I, I fully expected Brianna Stewart to either lock in long-term or to go somewhere else long-term. I didn't expect her to come back just for a one-year deal, but it makes sense, you know, kind of that last dance, you know, mentality or whatever, trying to win one more championship, bring all the – the pieces back, extend that window just a little bit further yeah. uh, than otherwise. So that, that was kind of one of the mo- more surprising things uh, that, that she was, you know, just coming back for, for one season. I think a lot of, you know, I mean, you and I had joked about, it's like, Hey, you know, we, we don't even have a team for you to play for, but we got to hit up Brianna Stewart and see if, if we, you know, go ahead and give her a call anyway. Uh, just because, you know, as, as much talent as she has, um, I saw somewhere that she has never lost a playoff series when healthy drew. I mean, she fundamentally changes the game just by being healthy out there and, and, and her presence on the court. So, um, you know, it's, it's obvious to me that, that, um, you know, she's going to get a a big, big payday uh, and it may not even be back in Seattle uh, next year. So, and then that's completely what she deserves. Um, 
in terms of who I'm most interested to see, I think uh, the big, you know, I'm, I'm looking at some of the bigs uh, and I'm looking, you know, I'm, I'm looking to see where we, uh, where we see Tina Charles and Liz Cambage go. Um, I think you've got, uh, you know, Cambage obviously is, is one of the, the bigger names out there and, and she's been linked to uh, the Sparks. She's, she's had some talks there. Um, and then we were talking about Tina Charles earlier. Um, I think those are two of the bigger, you know, kind of where they're going to go. Uh, and then we'll see some more movement based on where they decide to sign. Uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, kind of the, not necessarily, you know, in, in a bad way, but you got, you got two big names holding everything up. And once they decide where they're going to go, then the the pipes will be unclogged just a little bit and we'll see more, players moving and, and signing everything like that. But we're waiting for those two dominoes to fall. Yeah, BJ. I mean, you got to know, you got to be curious as to where the leading scorer from last year is going to go. And yeah. if she ends up going to Phoenix, it's just, it's nuts. Um, yeah. That's uh that'd be a lot to deal with out there. I mean, it would help with some spacing because you're able to spread the floor as well. So it wouldn't be so bunched up down low with Brittany. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might be able to even play those two together periodically. Yeah. Um, but that may end up being like an Asia and uh, Liz dynamic to where, you know, one plays better without the other on the floor. Because right now, I mean, Brittany Griner is, you know, playing the best ball of her career, arguably, and is in MVP conversations. If you had if you had a Tina Charles down there, does that really kind of hamper uh, the way she's playing right now? Because she would have to defer a bit more in the, in the post situation to Tina. Because, uh, I mean, she's been able to, you know, hoop with two other star guards out there and even a Bree, uh, Bree Turner backing her up. But, I mean, the score that Charles is, a former MVP, I don't know. But, yeah. you know, if, if you think at this stage in their careers, they would figure out how to make it work. Um, you know, yeah. I, I believe Liz Cambage is a real uh, real opportunity or a real chance to uh, retire. I think she's just kind of fed up with a lot of things that she's had to deal with over the years, like ever since she's come back. And, you know, uh, it just seems like one thing after another for her. And uh, I think she's just going to call it. And, you know, it's obviously still frustrating to the entire league about the the flight situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't blame, you know, the easy, you know, frustrations is, you know, bringing that up as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, shout out to Hammond for getting the bag, but I mean, these players have suffered so much over the years with, you know, a lot of different things and their travel issues that just constant, like ev- definitely ever since I've been covering the league. And I know it's been happening before that because the league has improved yeah. a little bit each year, but you know, the flight situation is still bad. It has helped lately uh, this past year when they do the little series uh, to where they play them, you know, a couple of games so they don't have to instantly travel another yeah. to another city or go back home or anything. So it kind of helps it a little bit, but they still need better travel situations. There's no reason the best athletes in the world should be flying coach and, you know, be stuck in the situations that they're in. You know, I've so many athletes, you know, put out little Instagram videos of them waiting in the airport, you know, four to six hours. They don't get to fly out of there until like what, eight o'clock at night. They get home at 11, 12, you know, they've got a game at, you know, two o'clock on ABC the next day. Like, you know, what, what are you supposed to do about that? You know, how are, athletes expected to perform you know at the absolute highest level and you know it should be it just it doesn't make sense to me bj no uh, it's it, just it gotta get an immediate fix yeah. and you know 
and and something quick. Yeah, and 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 I wouldn't be surprised. I I still think that Liz will will play elsewhere. I don't. I mean, I at this point, I I think that we have a better chance of of seeing you know like uh, you know the I'm trying to think of something like over dramatic here uh, to compare it to. I think we've got a better chance of seeing a uh, a Dallas. Cowboys NFC championship game in our lifetimes than we do of Cambage going back to, to, to Las Vegas at this point. Uh, but I, 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 I think she will play in 2022 and I think she'll play elsewhere. I, you know, she sure certainly could retire and I wouldn't blame her if, if that's what she decides to do. But I, I think, you know, she, she'll, she'll give it an, another go. I think, you know, a couple of years ago before she got traded to the aces, there was uh, some interest in her in trying to go out and play in California, play in LA. So uh, that may be something that she's taken into consideration. And if there's interest, uh, mutual interest with the sparks, which it sounds like there is, then that may be, you know, not, not a done deal, but that might be pretty close to happening. And a report just came out as we're recording on, on Wednesday, people mind you, that the Aces are expected to officially announce the re-signing of all-star Asia Wilson uh, within the hour. And this is about 2.40-something as we're recording here. So Asia Wilson re-signing be, uh, being announced by about 3.30-ish uh, here on Wednesday. So as expected, the former MVP back in Vegas. Um, you know, did expect her going anywhere. Yeah. No reason. Um so, shout out to the Aces for retaining their superstar, as they should. Yeah, I was about to say, there's there's no surprise there. It'd be more surprising if they didn't, yeah. and then it, it would be one of those, what are you thinking? I'd be like, on? Dallas, please bring her in to <laughs> play with her former best buddy and teammate, yeah. Alicia Gray and Ty Harris. You got to do something. Got to do yeah. something like that if you're Dallas, if, if you that's, could, at least. That's the only way that's, to really bring have, that one in. Yeah, we I haven't seen any, any uh, movement from the – from the wings yet, and that's kind of surprising, but maybe not so yeah. much. Well, we we might see something this weekend. I'm not I'm not predicting anything, but just no. they've been so quiet, and they really have so much to do, to be honest. So yeah, you know, maybe they're one of those. Uh, they're in in talks with some other teams. So if those teams, you know, they have to put their final moves. So like maybe the Mystics who are dropping a point guard, you know, backup point guard. Maybe they're getting one of ours. You know, I don't know. They're, they've got to be talking about kind of deal. Yeah, something's got to be happening. Because, yeah. I mean, they've got too many players anyway. So, I mean, somebody's got to get waived immediately. Yeah. So, once you see or hear about a waving of a Dallas player, then the dominoes are going to fall. Start to fall. Yeah. They're going to start to fall. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, wings, they can't make like an acquisition before they make the wave. So, no. yeah. once they, they do that or, or make a trade uh, mm-hmm. instead of waving, then, uh, then, then we'll know where things are getting in motion at with Dallas. But, yeah, it has been quiet, and some other teams that have been uh, quiet as well have been starting to, you know, speak up a little bit lately and get some things done. Oh, and uh, Lasia Clarendon uh, re-signed with the with the Lynx as well, by the way. So yeah. she'll be back out there. That was a big addition for them, and you know their chemistry and how they grew up really fast uh, when they got out there. So uh, shouts out to him. Um, Let's see. Anything else we're anticipating? Did I miss anything, BJ? Am I missing something? I I can't think of anything, Drew. I think we got some, most of the big names that have uh, you know gone elsewhere or, or resigned. 
I'm trying to, I'm looking through my list. I think you've pretty much covered. We got some players uh, like Lexi Brown, who was on the sky last year, the mm-hmm. championship, playing AU ball, looking for a team, or who's an unrestricted free agent. Um, uh, she said as well. She said a qualifying offer extended. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's all the big names that we have know at this point, Drew. Now, obviously, things are you know could change momentary on a you know on a moment's notice, and that's why if if need be, we'll we'll have another you know kind of emergency episode, uh, you know, probably before this one even pops up. <laughs> I really want to uh, bring up something really quick, though. One of the teams that we didn't talk a whole lot on, uh, we did mention one of the players that they uh, they waived, though, and that's the Indiana Fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, BJ, Indiana Fever have been down bad for years now. Uh, ever since yeah. catching retire, Catching's retired after the 2016 season, team had five straight losing seasons. And, uh, and no been, number one pick either. Right, no number one pick this whole time either. Twos, threes, four. You know they've they've yeah. had everything but the one, um, but you know they've they've given up on talent lately. They drafted Lauren Cox uh, back in 2020. She was waived this past year um, you know, after just a couple of seasons, and you know she's in uh, LA now. Um, but they've been giving up on talent out here, like we said. Gondrasic uh, also waived. So the past you know number three pick, number four pick that they've had the past couple of seasons waived. And uh, it's just they haven't been winning. So, I mean, they're just wasting like what what is going on here? Like it just doesn't doesn't make sense for me for catchings who's 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 who turned around a franchise herself, certainly as a player, but hasn't been able to do anything with it ever since she's had, you know, some power as as GM and, you know, any power in general over here. Um, you know, yeah. they've been bad and you know, they've got a chance to rectify some things again uh, this year and. You know, get some more top players, either a Ryan Howard or a Melissa Smith, uh, to kind of change things out there. Hopefully, they keep them. And I've I've been really surprised that it's just seemed like they wanted to get rid of Tierra McCowan too this whole time and the way they've used her since they've got her, um, especially the early years. Um, but I'm surprised they haven't. If they did, it would just be it would be the last three top four picks they had. They'd be letting go. Um, and it's still not out of the question that McCowan gets traded either. You know, yeah. you know the Fever, an un- unpredictable team, but you can predict, at least as of late, that they're not going to win a whole lot of games. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, they're unpredictable in, in what they're doing, but they are predictable in the dysfunction at this point, it seems. Yeah, yeah and that's a sad thing to say. That It really is. I, I don't yeah. like saying it, but if the shoe fits, wear it. Right. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, they are who they are at this point. They are who they are. So they are they I mean, are. they're just going to have to turn things around internally or it's just going to, it's going to be a dumpster. dumpster it's going to keep getting worse. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, some names still out there and some, some free agency to uh, still keep an eye on some teams got to uh, make some moves Some players have to find homes. So we'll be on the lookout um, for all of that as it continues um, throughout the course of, you know, these next few months before the draft and then inevitably the season. So we'll have another part for this, at least free agency period, this next go around. Uh, yeah. So we'll be keeping an eye out for everything that is going on. Hopefully get some more surprises. And, and BJ, based off these one-year deals that are signed, I think we're going to have a really bumping 2023 free agency. 
Oh yeah. It's, it's going to, yeah, I think it's going to be crazy. You know, you're going to see a whole lot of movement next year for sure. Yeah. That, that Stewie one year, that means she's, she's definitely gone. We thought she was right now, but she's not. She's probably going to go to New York next year. Mm -hmm. She's from out there. Jewel going to probably find a new home. Seattle going to be looking to rebuild and retool. Rebuild again. Yeah. They haven't had to do that in a while. Haven't had to in a while. Now, they were devoid of championship for like what six years from what was it oh four to ten but I mean yeah ever since then ever since four right yeah yeah. So, yeah anyway BJ it's time to play a little game a little game game Drew game 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 and it's not Wordle I don't know how I can uh, how I can do that on here on I don't the podcast me in Wordle <laughs> Drew and I. Number 228, we both got it in two guesses, so come on, get up on our level. All right. How about instead of Wordle, let's play some With It or Quit It, Drew? I guess. Yeah, I like Wordle too, but we'll play With It or Quit It this time. In case you're new to the show, in case you're new to the show, usually we'll have a guest, and that might be next week. Uh, We'll have a guest answer five questions. And whether or not they are with it or quit it, we usually give a, a take and see if the guest, uh, but in this case, Drew, as a uh, recipient of these questions this week, and sometimes I, and on other weeks, we'll, we'll give our opinions on these takes. So let's go ahead and start off with number one. Drew. Yeah. The Brooklyn Nets, who have lost five in a row. Ooh are going to be playing in the play-in tournament. Are you with it or quit it? Quit it. Play-in tournament. They're atop the East. They're going to fall all the way down to the no, play-in. They're number six. They're number six, Drew. They're only a game and a half ahead of the play-in tournament right now. But how many games are they out of first place? Probably close to the same amount. I think they're three or four, actually. Three or four now. It, Kevin Durant will it. come back. They will ride the ship, and they will be a top-five team in the East. They ain't playing no playing tournament. They ain't got time for that. No. No. So you're you're saying that Cleveland, that Chicago, Sixers, everybody else is is gonna one of those teams is gonna fall below them. Yes. Even without Durant for for another you know few weeks, Kyrie not getting to play in, in a all the home games and well, some of the, the good road thing games. about this period for Durant is, you know, he's got like one more week, week and a half, and then he's got the all-star break. So he gets to chill. Doesn't have to worry about his team losing games while he's out that final week and a half or whatever it is. That's true. So he yeah. gets that break and he'll be back. So the MVP will be back. And that'll yes, be he will. yes, he will. All right. So you're going to quit it. So that's quit just, a, just a bit of an overreaction, I guess, by Nets fans then. They don't like you right now. <laughs> you don't like me or they don't like they you? They don't. They don't. Not they, me. Well, they, they don't even know this. me. Like, they, don't they, doubt they, us. They don't even know me, man. They're like, we have they Kevin Wayne Durant. Stop it. All right. Drew, number two. You know, next week is the NBA trade deadline. And a lot of questions remain about some moves that teams might make. The question here, Drew. Do the Philadelphia 76ers hold on to Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid at the deadline? They 
a will is what I'm going to ask you. With it or quit it? With it, they will. Because Ben Simmons has been stubborn enough to lose $19 million and not play all season, and they can't afford to get rid of Embiid because they're the only reason that – or he's the only reason they're relevant right now. Uh, so they're not going to be able to trade uh, Ben Simmons like they want to. And they just, they're not going to deal their franchise player in Joel Embiid. So, yeah. 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 They're, like I said, I mean, they're, they're not getting rid of Embiid, but, you know, you think somebody comes along and panics and says, hey, we want Simmons and he wants out. It's been five months and they've been failing. So, I don't know. But does the, does the asking price over that period of time go down? No. It doesn't because they're stubborn. It's not going to go down. They're going to keep. They're going to keep going on the selling point. Like, if you can fix his jumper, though, if he can just, <laughs> you can get him to shoot. He'll be the best player in the league. So he's worth seven first round picks. <laughs> Basically, what they're doing. I mean, like they're. Yeah. I've seen some offers. Like you know, uh, any normal person would have entertained this, but y'all are going crazy right now. If he could shoot, then okay. Like those things make sense. Like, this guy just passes, rebounds, and it, it defends a little bit. Passes, <laughs> rebounds, and plays defense. He can't score. Well, I mean, through some layups, but playoffs, you can't rely on him. So, no. I mean, like he can get you some regular season dubs or whatever, but when it comes to playoffs, you can't rely on him. So, honestly, he's going to yeah. be your like number three guy, to be honest yeah. with you. Now, the question is, would you rather have him as your number three guy if you're Dallas, or would you rather have a Jalen Brunson or whoever you think of as the Mavs number three guy? Because um, what would you give up to get him? Obviously not seven first-rounders. but I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't even know who I consider the two guy right now. It's probably not no. because I'm tired of him getting hurt. Yeah, getting my nerves. Uh, but I don't know. It just depends, cause, I mean, yeah, you'd have some amazing guard play, Ben Simmons, Luka Doncic at least, if yeah. you have to get rid of Brunson. But you're yeah. gonna need those bigs down there, and Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleba, them boys ain't gonna be. Right. I don't know. It's just yeah. like it would be a good pairing between those two, you know, Luka and uh, Ben. So I mean, it would take Luka vastly off the ball. I mean, there wouldn't even, there wouldn't be any basketball left for Jalen Brunson if Ben Simmons came out there. But yeah, I don't know. It'd be a good. But I'm just they're they're not gonna get rid of him. No. All right. So Drew's with number two that the Sixers get to keep Simmons and Embiid at the deadline. Number three, Vanessa Nygaard. Whoa, almost messed that up. Vanessa Nygaard, the new Mercury head coach is going to improve the Mercury by five more wins this coming year in year one than Sandy led them to in 2021 over where they were. With it or quit it? They were basically in that uh, around 22, I think, wins last year. They had 16 or, wins. No, never mind. So, that, they'd be so going they're going to be a 21-win team next year. BJ, you know how many times in the history – of the Phoenix Mercury that they've won 21 games or more? One time? No. None? Three. Three, okay. 
23 games in 2007 when they won the finals. Mm -hmm. 2009, uh, they won 23 games and won the finals. And 2014, 29 wins and won the finals. <laughs> anytime they have more, than, anytime they have more than uh, or uh, yeah. 20, uh, one 21 wins. Yeah, 21 wins or more. They win the finals. So that's you're that's saying, a good recipes for success there, Drew. You're saying. Well, I'm sorry, I looked at the wrong end of it. Uh, they would, they would, they won 19 games last year, so they would win 24 okay. this year. Okay. So basically, you're saying they're shoe in for the WNBA finals to win it. I didn't say they're shoe in. I'm just asking if if you think that, especially if they are able to land, you know, like a Tina Charles. Okay, so hold on. Are you asking? So is it just? So ask it again. Are you asking this, including if they land a Tina Charles, or right now? Yeah. Let let's let's assume. Well, let's not assume, but let's say they add Tina Charles. Does that does that improve with with her coming in? Does that improve in five wins and basically, you know, are they a championship contender in your book? Five wins. That if they improve five wins, that would be the second most wins in Mercury history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one when you say that because, like, maybe, but no. I don't know. <laughs> well, yes, but also no. <laughs> yeah, and, and BJ, get this. Both times, uh, last year, Phoenix had 19 wins, and back in 1998, they had 19 wins. They lost They lost the finals both of those seasons. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So either they win a little bit more and go to the finals and win it, or they do just as good or worse and either and lose, lose the finals, the finals. <laughs> or not make it. This is a tough one. Thought provoking. Okay, so if they only get Tina Charles, let's say with it that they get five more wins. Okay. And if they don't, you're going to say quit it. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. All right. That's just, it's so tough too. Cause like, what if they get all that and then they still lose to like, I don't know, the aces in the semifinals or something, you know? Yeah. Know. yeah. Well, uh, well, we'll be hearing from old ticks exposed in that, uh, <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> yeah. All right, Drew. Number four. I'm going to do a rope a dope on you. Oh, okay? word. We haven't okay. talked about college basketball at all this year. Yeah, here we go. Uh, I think you'll I think you'll be familiar with, with the, the question and who I'm gonna ask about. Chris Beard, head coach of the University of Texas Longhorns, who famously left Texas Tech to become the head coach of Texas. He just returned to Lubbock for the first time last night, got a lot of booze, and his team lost. Will he ever win a game? in Lubbock ever as head coach of Texas. I say no with it or quit it. <sighs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just say quit it. I'm saying no. 
It's just going to be that place that'll haunt him forever because he left them yeah. like that. Yeah. And so you're you're saying he's not going to win a game there as head coach of Texas? No. So that that would be with one of those. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be one of those things. So I'm I'm with it that he doesn't. It's gonna, gonna be, be one of those things. Awesome. It's gonna be one of those things that just like hey, I can't win in tech now. Yeah, it's like that that score. He, he cursed himself when he did that. Yeah. He made that move like that, and everything yeah. he said to those people at tech. And as soon as he left, yeah, you remember even Tyler. Tyler was like, man, yeah, oh, <laughs> he was so done with him. But yeah, yeah, I think he's cursed. And he won't win in Lubbock. And, and, and they didn't even get fifty. Longhorns didn't even get fifty points. I don't think so. No, yeah, they lost by like, like fourteen. 46. Yeah, they had like I don't know forty six or something like that. They got they got slapped. So yeah, yeah. let me see uh, if I have the score. But but yeah, I'm yeah. with it. He's not gonna win in Lubbock. And when I, when you started asking this question, I thought you were gonna kind of make a little jokey joke of about where he came from originally in our D two conference before he no. went to Tech. Okay. Gotcha. All yeah. right, cool. That's cool. They got 64 last night, but they still lost by 13. Okay, I got the number slip. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know, that's the thing. It's like leaving Texas is like uh, asking for all your stuff to be set on fire by a crazy ex almost. So, so yeah, right. he did. You you can't do tech folks like that. They're no. crazy. No. And and now the tech folks are coming after us. Okay. The, the Aggie anyway. folks drink. The Texas tech folks are just crazy. I mean, <laughs> oh, and San Marcos parties, San Marcos parties, College Station drinks a little bit, and they're all right at some sports. And tech is just, uh. I finally stopped off in San Marcos and looked at the campus for the first time. I was coming back from San Antonio just before the start of the new year. So I haven't been to a party yet, but that's that's next on the list. Oh, boy. Good right. luck. <laughs> Number five, Drew. Team Dumpster Fire will miss the playoffs after winning five straight to get to the eighth seed. Are you with it or are you going to quit it? Why you got to be so negative, BJ? I'm not being negative. I'm, yes, I'm asking thought-provoking questions. I am in your corner, BJ. We have some teams that aren't caring about the league this year. Bailey's yeah. mailed it in. He's not going to set his lineups. He's just, you know, cashing in the 50 bucks or the money, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's one person that's not going to make it. Uh, you've got a chance. You're on a roll. You're rolling yeah. right now. And yeah. you, you, you said, you said the top of your division, too. You said the second, uh, or you said the other night that I was on the second hottest winning streak in the league behind you. You are. Yeah. So. And you're going to stay on it because hopefully um, I keep winning. <laughs> But, but I you're think you're gonna playoffs, man. So I'm gonna oh. quit it because you're gonna make the playoffs. All right, all right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm not forgetting you some of that. <laughs> well, right now, if the, se if the season ended today, you would get your wish. I'd be playing you first round as the eight versus one matchup. So, Ooh. yeah. Because BJ. Hey. Last time I checked, I have a 25% chance. I basically have a one in four shot of making the playoffs. You already 25%? have 25%. Yeah. Because oh, uh, I think I'm six and nine right now. Six and nine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I was trying to find the, the bleep button 
so I could so I could say something, but I couldn't find it. So carry on. <laughs> anyway, so we'll we'll see. I I just had to I had to get you on record. What do you what you think? So we'll see. Yeah. I I will say uh, this week is going to be very interesting because I uh, I'm playing. I think you know the the top team or the second team in my uh, division, and if I can pull off an upset somehow, some way, then I make feel a lot better about making playoffs that'd be crazy it'd be the first it'd be the first time in three years that i've made the playoffs yeah you're making strides bj hey we're over halfway through the season trade deadline is in a few weeks weeks, yeah 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 be on the lookout for that i'm on my my championship push yeah get it and i'm gonna get get it i'm gonna get my three-peat ring i'm gonna um well it's not three-peat three championships I don't know. I don't know who to trade because basically the only thing, only players I have to trade. Uh, you have Dejounte Murray, right? What's that? You have Dejounte Murray, right? Yeah. Send him to me. Bring him home. No. Bring him home. That that would that would be if I'm selling at the deadline, Drew. If I want to get worse. Fine. How 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 to improve my team? I'm not sure. It's okay, BJ. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Paul George back and healthy. After the All Star break, I'm gonna get Miles mm-hmm. Turner back and healthy mm-hmm. after the All Star break, and yeah. maybe some Kawhi, and then you'll miss out and wish you'd have traded and gotten one of these pieces to help our team. But man, it's it's whatever. <laughs> Send me best offer. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Well, <laughs> hey, that Drew, that's gonna, that's with it or quit it. That is gonna do it for this episode as well, BJ. Um, shout out to everybody that came in and listened. Shout out to uh, the Basketball Podcast Network. And, of course, shout out all our Twitch people that come in to watch the, the live stream that come in and hang out with us and ask questions. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, we're going to have another episode next week. Make sure you be on the lookout for that. going to have a guest for the first time in so many episodes now, BJ. It's just too many, too many months of just yeah. seeing our face and hearing our voices. It's time to bring another voice and guest on. Uh, we're going to have a guest from AU Pro Sports Unlimited uh, coming through. Uh, yeah. Going to be one of our guests on next week, so make sure you check that episode out. And the live stream, you don't want to miss it. Um, make sure you follow us on socials on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore lowdown. That's T-H-A underscore lowdown on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, like I said, be on the lookout for the next episode. Got a guest coming in. Make sure you check it out. And if you haven't seen that league, just so you know what's coming up, go watch AU Pro Sports Games. Uh, they're going to be going on the day this podcast drops on Friday. Otherwise, eh, you're going to be out of luck. Um, they usually typically play Wednesday through Friday, so check those games out uh, so that you can be prepared and know what the heck we're talking about uh, for next week. Um, but – Thank you again, everyone. BJ, any final words? No, Drew, I, I'm excited to see you. I mean, we should have a lot more action uh, on the WNBA free agency side uh, before next week's episode. Right. And uh, if we don't get the – we don't get an, a bonus episode in over the weekend with some added news, we will throw it in the next episode. So it will be a split of AU 
and uh, some more free agency talk. So yeah. be on the lookout and see what we do with all that. Plus, plus the NBA trade deadlines next week might have to might have to make it three segments. We're gonna have we're gonna have to make one another one. A little special occasion episode. Yeah. Uh, but till next time, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on socials. We will see you next week. <laughs>